Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Kevin Mala, Major League Baseball Network analyst, will join us coming up a little bit. Rangers over the Rays, Twins over the Blue Jays, Diamondbacks over the Brewers, Phillies over the Marlins. Baseball later today and tonight. So we'll talk to uh, Millar about that. Big game coming up this weekend. The Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers. We'll hear from Micah Parsons and Jerry Jones. In a moment, your phone calls are welcome. Operator Tyler standing by. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner and our radio affiliates around the country. Paulie, you brought this up a while ago, and we may see this happen, and that is ticket insurance to make sure that you're going to be able to see a star. Now, we brought this up with the NBA. Marvin took his son a Christmas Day game, not sure if Steph Curry was going to play, You should be able to take out insurance just in case. Now, it might be an extra charge, but then you're guaranteed of getting something back instead of watching Steph Curry watch the game. Messi is supposed to be playing in Chicago, and I think that they've come up with a way for you to get insurance because he hasn't played. There's there's talk that he may not play the rest of the season. But, uh, you know, you have uh, 61,000 fans who brought – Uh, bought tickets for the game, and they're expecting to see Messi and enter Miami. But he's got a leg injury, and you're not sure. So the incentive, a $250 account credit towards new memberships for the 2024 season or a $50 account credit for anyone unable to use the new member credit. So there's at least some movement there, and I wonder if other teams are going to follow suit with this just to give you the opportunity to, for a little bit extra, I, I want some star insurance. Certainly with the NBA, with load management, although Kawhi's not quite sure about load management, but I don't know if you're you know, paying a lot to go see Kawhi Leonard anymore. But uh, I think that this, is, this makes a lot of sense for the fans to be able to go, all right, what's it going to cost me 
I want to make sure Steph Curry is going to play or LeBron is going to play. Or if I'm going to watch, uh, you know, Messi play soccer. Uh, if I'm going to go to uh, a football game that Patrick Mahomes is going to play. I don't know, you know, how you do it, but I do think it's a great idea. Yeah, Paul. And I'm reading over the story. It's a Chicago Fire football club. They benefit either way because they're basically giving you a credit to spend on them yeah. down the road. Like if I'm going to buy a season ticket, you get $250 off next year. So, But, you know, it's better than nothing for a fan. I think that's what they're looking for. Yes, Seaton. I agree with the insurance uh, part of it, for sure. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't really care about the Chicago Fire winning either way or benefiting either way. My problem is Lionel Messi has been day-to-day this entire time. I wonder why. AstroTurf. No, oh. no. Although it could be astroturf for some of those cases, what what if the leg injury is more serious and MLS just isn't saying anything because they don't want to run on all of these tickets? <laughs> well, it's not that much of a conspiracy theory considering they're like, well, he's day to day. We don't know. He might be there tomorrow, but he might not. He might not. He might be there this weekend, but he might not. All of a the sudden, these ticket values are going to plummet. People spent thousands of dollars on these tickets yeah. just to see this dude. And as soon as you can watch, go back any game that he's played in, the minute he is subbed off the field, the stand's empty. They're complete, they're, they're, they've, even home in Miami, you can just see people flooding out. They don't want to watch the game anymore. What's going to happen when you find out that, well, he's probably going to be out for the next month? Well, there's a report, or at least a speculation, he might not play the rest of the season. Correct. So I think you bring up a really valid point. That that could be consumer fraud. Well, he's day to day. Yeah, by MLS. Well, we don't know. We don't know when he's going to come back. Was the funny thing about leg injuries? You're just not sure. But they're they're very sure on a timeline for almost everybody else. But Messi, it's like we can't really tell for sure. Feels fraudulent. Mm, mm. Potentially. Potentially. Potentially fraudulent. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, poll question for the final hour is going to be what? See, no comment. Is MLS rap? No. <laughs> Kidding. kidding. Potentially fraudulent. Good idea for a band name as well, by the way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. For emo uh, Potentially Friday. fraudulent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Open for uh, Rights of Spring earlier this year. Right. But uh, do you come, like I always think about a bar or yes. a band. Yes. Like I spent a little too much time thinking if I had a bar, what would I call it? Or if I had a band, what would I call it? Or if it's a boat. Yeah. Like I do think of those things. I like, um, I get a big kick out of uh, hair salon names for some reason, like the main event, you know, the M-A-N-E. Like, oh, yeah, they really got it. I love that. Man, that cracks me up. Hair today, gone tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Dying to cut. Yes, Todd. I have a doctor friend who has not on call, K-N-O-T on call. I thought that's pretty cool. That's his boat? That's his boat's name, not on call. Yeah. Okay. When he's not uh, having to do his doctor stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you guys do that? Definitely. Like a bar? What would you call your bar? I do that stuff all the time. I never write them down. I just think of them. I go, that's good. I like that. And then I forget what they are. Yes, Mark? Yeah, if I had a boy band, I would call it Hot Lunch. Hot Lunch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then all my fans, (laughs) they would be called the Lunch Ladies. Or or they'd be the Luncheonettes. Okay. Okay, that brought it to a screech. But if you had a bar, any name you think of, like Stumble In, I'm sure there's 40 of them in America. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. Or Come On In. Come On In. (laughs) Okay. There's got to be eight of those, right? (laughs) Yeah. Or The Office is another one. So when, you know, you say to your wife or your girlfriend, where are you going? I'm going to The Office. 
You know, you have a bar called The Office. Yeah, Paul. I think there was one at Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff. It's called The Library. Okay, yeah. The rumor was, where were you last night? At The Library. Yep. I don't know if that's true. I think that was there. Yeah. Yeah, we had a library in uh, the town I grew up in. Went out of business, but you could go get some drinks at The Library. Yes. Yeah, there was a bar in East Hartford where I grew up, and it was called My Sister's Place. Okay. Where are we going? My Sister's Place. (laughs) Taking the kids. I'm going to my sister's (laughs) place. All right, uh, let's see. Aaron Rodgers pushing for that return. Uh, he spoke yesterday to uh, Pat McAfee, and uh, he likes talking about his rehabbing. You know, I'm trying to inspire people to uh, to look at uh, recovery in a different way, and hopefully through this process, uh, you know, I can uh, get back, you know, when it's safe and, and right for me and also inspire people to uh, – to look at this injury as not kind of a death sentence for a career, which at one point it really was. Yes. But to look at it as just another uh, injury that's uh, that people can come back from and thrive and, and come back quicker than, than used to be uh, expected or thought. Okay. No, he seems on a mission to prove this type of modern medicine and how it can be beneficial for athletes, and I'm all for that. Absolutely. Do I think he'll play again this year? I think it depends on the Jets if they have the – if they have the opportunity to maybe be in the playoffs, then certainly. But if not, I would not rush him to come back. But he might want to come back just to prove that this type of medicine is better than conventional. Yes, he Dude is trying to get his own Tommy John surgery. He oh, wants this Achilles thing to be called the Aaron Rodgers surgery. It ooh, used to be a death sentence, but oh. after Aaron Rodgers, mm. well, really the doctor who did it, but he's the guy who got it. Mm. He bro, he wants to be okay. the Aaron Rod, the Tommy John of mm, of Achilles. Of yeah. Achilles. Okay, I'm gonna go in for an Aaron Rodgers. I, I got Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, I had an elective Aaron Rodgers in high school. Yeah, nothing wrong with my Achilles. I just had the you know, Aaron Rodgers surgery. Yes, Paul. Here's a hypothetical. Let's say the Jets are what seven and eight. With two games to go on the schedule, they finish the season at Cleveland, at New England, and somehow Aaron Rodgers is cleared to play, and you're mathematically still in the playoff picture. Mm. What would you do? Mm. You're not a. Great... I'd have to know the math. Let's let's say you need the two wins, period. But then I'm going to need the Dolphins to lose two and the, and the Bills to lose one. Right, but your math, you you need two mm. wins to get to the playoffs. Well, it feels like he's going to do it because he is hell-bent on proving that his way is the right way you get back on the field. Is it going to be in the team's best interest? That's the only thing that I would worry about. Because I really need him next year. Really need him next year. Uh, Big game coming up this weekend. It's the Niners. It's the Cowboys. And that means everybody's talking about it. And here is Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, has some nice things to say about the 49ers. They are right now uh, probably the uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. But in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times, uh, if that's the way it falls in the playoffs. And we're in the playoffs, of course. But the bottom line is that uh, you're playing the best. You don't need the game to tell you that you're playing the best. But you need the game to uh, show you uh, how you stack up against the best. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Niners most likely to go to the Super Bowl, but then they have to go through Dallas. So it's sort of a compliment there, but he's still saying I got confidence in my team. But he loves that defense there. And I'm surprised he just didn't say, look, you know, they might be favored to go to the Super Bowl, but we're a better team. I truly believe we're a better team. Uh, Here's Micah Parsons, the Cowboys star, talking about the uh, 
brotherly shove with the Eagles. He had this to say on uh, the Edge with Michael Parsons podcast. I honestly just think they have the team to do the tush push. We stopped the England when they try to do the same thing to us. Um, it's all about who you have. The Eagles have the best O-line in the game. So, yes, it's a cheat code. They're unstoppable at it, and they have uh, a quarterback who's squatting 600, and he knows how to move his legs and push forward. So, yes, it's OD. Like, we have to prepare to stop it. Okay. Yeah. It feels like they're going to continue to do it because it does help the offense. Now, it's all about safety. And I uh, I think the Giants had a couple of players who got hurt. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, the Giants center and tight end got hurt on that play. They're both dealing with injuries, and the coach confirmed it was injury suffered on that play getting crunched in the pile. You'll be happy to know Michael Jordan is now worth $3 billion. That's according to Forbes' top 400 richest people in the world. First athlete that you'll find in the list, but $3 billion. Now, all of a sudden, you go into the rich guy category, not just the richest athlete. Elon Musk is number one. I guess, is he still number one? They kind of screwed up Twitter. It varies. They, they, they estimate your net worth on if you, they, what you have today, what, what's mm. liquid, what's mm. worth of what you have. Uh, Bernard Arnault, I think he's married to Selma Hayek. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. His value right there. Goes, that's wow. got to be at least 1.5 bill. Yeah. So he's oh, easy. He's second on the list. Jeff Bezos is number three. Larry Ellison is four. Our buddy Warren Buffett is five. Who is it? Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Did Google? they start Google? Yeah. I should look that up. I think so. You should Google. Oh, okay. I'm going to give yes. that to you. <laughs> give that to you. Bloop, bloop. Then it's Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberger, Steve Ballmer. Give me your Ballmers, Seton. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> yeah! Uh, Michael Bloomberg, former mayor. Uh, Carlos Slim and family. And who else is in here? Right, Wouldn't it be great if it, like, slim, it was Slim Jim money? Francois Betancourt Myers, I think, is the uh, first woman on the list at 15. Michael Dell. Uh, Walton family. Another Walton family. Another Walton family. Uh, let's see. Anything else in here? Anybody else that you might? That's, that's pretty much at the top. Uh, top 25. What other details do we have on Michael Jordan? So Michael Jordan's NBA career made a total of $94 million, Most of that in the last three seasons. Uh, off the court, from his various endorsements, his entire life he's made about $2.4 billion, and it's still continuing. He gets a check, a royalty check from Nike every year. A couple years ago, they estimated his royalty check at about $110 million. Forbes is putting it closer to $200 million per year, a check that goes to him. He just sold his team and uh, with a $3 billion evaluation. Mm. Uh, so... He's, they say he's north of $3 billion on his estimate right now. And as Seton pointed out earlier this morning when we were talking about this, that Jordan can't spend that money. Because let's say, how many $100 million homes could Mike buy? Well, if if a billion dollars is is a thousand million, right? Huh? 
If you had a million dollars a thousand times, that would be a billion dollars, right? Or excuse me, if you had a hundred million dollars. So that would be, he could have 30, 100 million dollar homes. <laughs> and there aren't that many of them out there. <laughs> wow. Okay. 30, 100 million dollar homes. Yeah. yeah. That's. Yeah. He's not going to spend. I mean, that. even a million dollar house, you would have 3,000 <laughs> of them. 3,000 million dollar homes you would have. Yes, Paul. I have a poll off this. I've okay. thought about this okay. a little bit. Would you rather be Michael Jordan with his career, everything, and he's worth $3 billion and counting, or like one of the five richest humans ever where it's like $150 million and you're more anonymous, right? So you have, you can walk around. I know you have security and you have all that stuff, but you could be worth way, way, way more than Michael Jordan, but you're anonymous by choice. Or you could have Michael Jordan and you have both accomplishments, the basketball career, and the money. Well, I mean, at a certain point, what do you need? Like, what else can't you do? Would you rather be Ryan Reynolds or Michael Jordan right now? Moving forward. Moving forward. Ryan Reynolds seems to be enjoying himself more. Yes. Michael Jordan is like a prisoner yes. of his own being. Yes. yes. Ryan Reynolds has sold, I think, two billion dollar companies. Mint Mobile, the gin company, aviation, I think, yeah. maybe another one. And he's got a soccer club, uh, married, got, what, three or four kids. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, Went to the Jets game, was barely even a blip yeah. on the radar. <laughs> it's like nobody cared. No, nobody cared that he was there. But I, I would probably want to be Ryan Reynolds. But, but Michael Jordan has both. He's financially. But, he, but he, I don't think he can have fun the way we do. I think Mike... Smokes cigars, drinks tequila, and plays golf. Sounds like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but I don't. I I think he's he's held captive. He can't go anywhere. Ryan Reynolds can. Yes, Tom. I think Michael Jordan has a lot more fun than we think. It just may not be in public. And you got six rings, and you're considered the greatest ever, arguably. Who cares about in the history of what you got what six you do. rings? No one's looking at Ryan Reynolds like he may be the greatest actor of all time. I think there's something to be said <laughs> but for being the greatest. I don't ever. think he needs to be. He doesn't need to be there. But imagine walking the the earth, knowing you're the greatest at what you do in the history of anyone that's ever done. It. Yeah, hello. I know. And it doesn't so it hasn't affected me. <laughs> no, hasn't not affected me. You here, Fritzy? Yeah. You should understand what I'm saying. Come on. <laughs> you're the greatest Booker of all time of sports well, radio. Very, there's a lot of uh, arguments about that. No, there's only one, Scott Shapiro. Yeah. Yes, Scotty. Yeah. He's right. We're neck and neck. Yeah. We're 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 good buds. It's all good. Yeah. But I would think you'd want to be a Hall of Famer and six-time champion, and everyone says you're the greatest yes, ever? Yes, Eaton. Yeah, but the dude, when he got into the Hall of Fame, had to take a victory lap, and he's still, like, mm. you know, writing check, like canceling vendettas or something, or like, I got to tell everybody, I remember how great I am. I got a 10-part docuseries about how great I am. I got, like, everything is just constant. It feels like a lot of maintenance for this dude to always be so great. Yes, Marvin. Michael Jordan didn't star in Van Wilder. So I'm taking Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, 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 no. no. Oh, He's, Van Wilder's a good movie. It's a good movie, yeah. yeah it is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Does Ryan Reynolds still work and as an actor? Or is he just basically a yeah. businessman? Yeah, no, they have I mean, a new, uh, whatchamacallit coming out? Uh, Deadpool? Deadpool, yeah. 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 Deadpool I, 3. Yeah. And although 2 was not good. No. Nah. 1 was spectacular. 1 was fantastic. Yes. 1 was fantastic. A phenomenal movie. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, let's take a break. Kevin Mala from the Major League Baseball Network. Or, you know, I, I'm always corrected by people. They go, it's not the Major League Baseball Network. It's MLB Network. It's like Golf Channel, NFL Network. I get corrected all the time. I put the the in there. Well, it's because I grew up in Ohio and we have the Ohio State. So I'm just saying the Major League Baseball Network. You're trying to be proper. Yeah. It's WN. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take a break. Back after this. Simply Safe Home Security. What's up, Holmes? I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. And I've been doing so for over a decade. 24 7 Live Guard Protection. Designed to help crime stop at crime in real time. Once again, it's designed to help stop crime in real time. They don't want to help crime, they want to help stop crime. That's why Simply Safe. 24-7 live guard protection made possible by the uh, Smart Alarm wireless indoor camera. And uh, what they do is the smart indoor camera, the only indoor camera that can trigger the alarm instantly, stopping intruders with a built-in siren. They have uh, a physical privacy shutter to provide protection when you need it and prof- uh, privacy when you need that. Install it your way. Do it yourself in about 30 minutes. Or Simply Safe has an expert who can stop by. Either way, it's easy to protect your home. For a limited time, get 20% off your new system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Visit simplysafedan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. 
To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We are wondering if you had a bar, what would you call it? Somebody suggested group therapy. That'd be good. Where are you going? Uh, group therapy. Also, if you uh, had a hair salon, what would you call it? And uh, somebody suggested Harry Styles. <laughs> All right. I like that. H-A-I-R-Y. It's styles, like yeah, your hair style. Styles, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for helping me with that seat. Just in case you missed the second Thank part you. of that joke. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of joke... Kevin Millar, Major League Baseball Network. Oh. I, what? He's our buddy. I, I, let me try that again. Uh, speaking of a joke, <laughs> Kevin Millar, MLB Network analyst. He won a World Series with the Red Sox. He's on intentional talk all postseason long. MLB Network airs pre- and post-game coverage throughout October. How are you, buddy? Danny, I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing, pal? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, I'll tell you right now, it, it was interesting. We do our predictions immediately, right? So immediately looking at these predictions, uh, I'm three out of four. I did pick the Marlins to win over the Phillies. Uh, you know, fighting fish, played for them many years. I love what Schumacher's doing over there. I think they're a sneaky, underrated club. But I'll tell you right now, Wheeler, he could be the best postseason pitcher we got going right now. He has found mm. his rhythm on the mound with a power-type stuff and that sweeper, and just learning how to pitch, he could be devastating in the postseason. All right, help me with this sweeper craze. Yeah. Okay, what is a sweeper, and how different is it from a curveball? So let's, let's just talk about that. I'm glad you asked, because when I played, it was an uppercut. Now they call it launch angle, right? So that's just a, it's a really <laughs> smart way to act like we're really educated on all this stuff. <laughs> sweeper is in between a curveball. The curveball has a little hump. The slider has this downward action, and a sweeper is a little bit in between. So we can call that just that combination of the curveball slider that now we have a smart word called the sweeper. Yeah, but we already had this. It was called the slurve. We had that before. That's what you threw in high school. Yes. That was the hanging slurve. That's why you got a headset on right now, Danny. Uh, I remember uh, you. We uh, faced uh, each other back in the day, I thought. I, I would buckle your knees. And I, <laughs> I, and I had the Kershaw 12-6. Uh, did you really? Yeah. And what happened? Let me guess. You got hurt, and then all of a sudden the coach didn't, you know, he kind of screwed you over, and you ended up uh, having to go into announcing, or what happened? No, no, I decided to take my talents to basketball and dominate there. <laughs> you do have a great jump shot. Do you sell the basketball court? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got, I'm terrible. Got the best man kick. Oh, by the way, I was watching the documentary on Mike Vec. Yes. And have you seen the documentary that they did? 
So I want to watch it with my family. I know exactly about we had Beck on. He's one of my favorite people in the world. He is exactly everything you want as just energy and treat people with kindness and love. I'll tell you, I went back. They retired my jersey a couple summers ago. And 30 years ago, in 1993, I played for the St. Paul Saints as an undrafted player. Went up there to the Northern League. And staff members are still there, still there from the time I was there, 30 years, which tells you what, they treat you amazingly and they're first class. But yes, I'm excited to see Remembering a Saint, but I want to watch it with my family. Yeah, it's really well done. Uh, Kevin Millar, MLB Network analyst. Give me the team that you think is in trouble right now. Uh, the Brewers. I, I love what you know Craig Council's done up there. I think it's it's been magnificent, and he doesn't get enough credit for what, what he's done uh, offensively. You know, they, they've been a team that might be their little monkey wrench. They have enough to put together. Uh, their starting pitching is great, but when you lose Brandon Woodworth, I think that's a big deal. You know, now you got a lot of pressure on, obviously, Corbin Burns and Peralta. So if you were to ask me one team a little in trouble, that would be them. Give me the team that's not in trouble at all once the – Billy. Phillies. I mean, they are that group, right? They remind me of the 04 team, the 03 team that I played for for the Red Sox. That team that just is scrappy. They got a couple superstars. They got, I mean, Rio Muto is my favorite player. I mean, he is just a ball player that kind of keeps that glue together. Castellanos, obviously, this year settling down. It's hard. You sign a big deal. We see it all the time. You come in trying to do too much. And then when things settle down, he's the player that they've all wanted. And, and, and you've seen what he can do. Schwarber. It doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but he draws his walks. Yes, the strikeout's there, but he's got 50 home runs in that back pocket. And obviously, Bryce Harper's all ball player. And Trey Turner, he is getting hot. When he's hot, this team's dangerous, and I think they're the team. Okay, help me understand Kyle Schwarber. He does hit home uh, runs. He gets on base. He's not a great yeah. player. He can't run. He strikes out, um, but he's extremely valuable. I, I, I still have to believe, Kevin, putting the ball in play – is far more valuable than striking out, you know, 150 to 200 times. I agree, and I think he's a much better hitter than than he than he has been as far as hitter wise. I mean, he was coming up. I remember Theo Epstein loved him in the Cubs organization uh, in the minor leagues, and he said, "This kid can hit." You know, you're thinking a 300 hitter. The problem is, Danny, they teach hitting differently, and it, and it bothers me. I'm with you. I, I hated striking out. I don't care if I popped up to the pitcher. But when you struck out, that pitcher got you. And I and I always tell you this, you know, hitting is, is is a mentality. You have to figure out and believe that you're the greatest player in the world from the on-deck circle walking to that home plate. You know, facing Roger Clemens, think about it. Undrafted guy like myself, L.A. City Junior College, Lamar University, to the Northern League. And now I've got a seven-time <laughs> Cy Young Award winner on the mound that's six foot five, and he's God. I have You have to create an attitude hitting. And to me, it's a grind. They have so much information. They're so information-based in their spin rate and the degrees of the curveball. And they have these machines that are $500,000 in the clubhouse that you can go in there and track the starting pitcher that day, basically coming out of that wind-up and seeing the degrees. It's too much, in my opinion. I think Kevin Long's one of the greatest hitting coaches in baseball. He's a hitting coach for the Philadelphia Phillies. But I think what they're asking Schwarber to do is hit homers. Hit homers and do your thing. So I think they're okay with the strikeouts. Yeah. Nobody's a perfect player. Nobody's a, the speed power combination. You get paid three hundred to five hundred million dollars these days. Schwarber does exactly what he's paid to do, and that's to hit home runs, drive and runs, set the tone. And let me tell you, as a leadoff hitter, it is a unique scene. But because of the walks and the on base percentage, 
Do you care if he's singling? Do you care if he's got 48 singles and 55 home runs, if he's got over 300, you know, 340 on base? So he does a little bit of everything other than the average. When do you start to get nervous if you're an Angels fan with Shohei Otani? Yeah, it, it, it's probably now. I mean, obviously the article comes out when he cleaned out his locker at the end of the season. He had the surgery. Uh, what a unique player. What a unicorn. We've never seen this, Danny. We've heard about Babe Ruth. But what he was able to do healthy – you know, he throws 100 miles an hour with a split finger and he hits 45 to 50 home runs and he runs better than you think. He's a six foot four, if not five guy. And he's such a sweet guy. There's intangibles there. And then the marketing aspect of it. So sometimes the numbers don't make sense to guys like you and I. I mean, I know you're rich now because you stopped playing baseball. You went to basketball and turned into Dan Patrick. God bless you. My point being is that Shohei Otani, it'll be a unique contract. People ask me all the time, what did that cost him? I don't, wouldn't even know where to start because if you're paying guys $350 million as a position player yeah. and you got aces like Garrett Cole that are at $300 million, well, does that number start with a six? Now it might start with a four. You still get them in June next year to offensive type scene like Bryce Harper, who DA, you know, DH or played some first base and you wait for that Tommy John to come back. You will have him back. Well, where's he going to play? He'll play in San Francisco. He'll play with the Dodgers. He'll play for the Red Sox, the Yankees, the big boys. And in my opinion, I think there's a sleeper team, the Giants. And they, they got sneaky money. You know, uh, we'll see what, what happens. Uh, but, you know, you're only going to limit yourself to five teams that can afford that. Yeah, because they, they took a run at Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, they missed out on Correa. But uh, I, I thought they had a real shot with Judge. So maybe maybe they do spend that money to get him in there in San Francisco. Um, I know you lost a uh, teammate, uh, Tim Wakefield, passing away. And uh, if, if you want to you know, give the audience just your thoughts on that, then I have a question about the knuckleball pitcher. Yeah, I'll tell you this right now, and I know uh, this, was, this was hard. I, I was bored in a plane in Los Angeles, was visiting my uncle, Cal, who's you know, having a rough time with cancer. Ironically, I get on a plane Sunday morning, was called by the Red Sox, Miss Pam, and she told me to hear the news as I was boarding. And she said, we lost him. And the reason why, like, this white ghost went over my face, I couldn't believe it. Stacy Wakefield, his wife, a remarkable Bostonian, tough as nails, one of my favorite wives I've ever played with, she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer a year ago. She's battling for her life. Hmm. Tim Wakefield and I played in the Tahoe event. He's healthy. He's a golfer. He's us. He's a wonderful human being. He treated everybody kind, always wanted to do right, came up as a position player with the Pirates, you know, and then learned the knuckleball and turned into the most unbelievable uh, knuckleball pitcher this game's seen for many years. But it was devastating. Came in with a headache about a month ago, uh, got an MRI, had cancer, brain tumor. They Two days later, they had the surgery. And then he had to wait a month to start chemo. Was starting this week. And Sunday, had a seizure. They rushed him to the hospital. He didn't make it. And I'll tell you, you know, it, it's, a, it's a tough situation, Dan, because as you know, you know, your work, whether it's a team, business, you, your family. And we celebrated a championship, the first one in 86 years. He, I was very close to Tim and his wife and his kids, Brianna, who's a senior in high school. And I think about her battling his son, Trevor. He's an autistic, 19-year-old uh, boy. But Brianna's sitting here as a senior in high school. Mom gets diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, battling. And then dad randomly in a month span passes devastating news brutal for the family of baseball brutal for personally and just keep your prayers high and high and higher as high as you can go for this family danny because this was a great man that we lost at way too young of an age at 57 years old 
It's a tough segue after something that was put so beautifully. I, I did want to ask you about how you can prepare for the knuckleball. Do they have pitching machines? When we were in uh, Scottsdale, the Giants spring training site, uh, you know, Gabe Kapler said that they could recreate the uh, curveball that Kershaw has, like the pitching machine can. Can these pitching machines recreate a knuckleball? No, and I, I I loved it at first base. We'd play the Yankees, and you'd see Posada and these guys. They're changing their stances. They're open. They're loud, They're low. Listen, I didn't get a chance to face Tim till I went to the Orioles. So I played with him for three years with the Red Sox. I heard all the lingo at first base. Guys are just going crazy. I took it as a way as this. The old saying, right, is if it's high, let it fly. If it's low, let it go. The amazing part about a knuckleball is that you got to take it for fun. You got to get in your softball stance. You got to lay kick straight up. And I try to hit a home run every time. I just, there's no other way. You can't stay inside the baseball. You can't sit here and try to work your swing because what happens is that one pitch, it starts out like the old Bugs Bunny. It just stays and then it drops off the table right before home plate to the outside corner. It might stay and rise if it catches the right wind and kind of finish above your belt buckle. It might stay flat. The one thing about Tim Wakefield's knuckleball is he can control this thing. He would throw between 58 and 68. He can throw a little harder with two strikes. It's the most amazing pitch in baseball. It's, you know, you're spacing 95 to 100. I always thought it was like a day off, regardless if you're going to dribble it, <laughs> you're going to look funny, you're going to pop up. But if you got one that didn't move, it was like a batting practice pitch that you threw in high school, Danny. Good to visit with you as always, and thank you for the words, uh, Tim Wakefield, your former teammate. Um, Appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Kevin Millar. You can see him on Intentional Talk on MLB. Uh, All postseason long airs pre- and post-game coverage throughout October. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or, I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Rich Eisen's going to join us. He's on the call for the game in London. He sure is. Bills and Jaguars. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> this day in sports history. Oh, I've got to say you're welcome. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. What's the uh, the newest trend here where people say uh, good morning, gentlemen and Todd? Somebody? Yeah, they say good morning, uh, gentlemen and Fritzy. Oh, like, Fritzy. You guys are gentlemen and I'm something short of that, I guess. No. But you started that, Dan. I did? Yeah. You did. You did start that. You started a lot of things that end up being not so good for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems right. Like two weeks ago, you opened the show or something. You say, good morning, everybody. Good morning, gentlemen. And Fitzy. Oh. Yeah, and Jen says, thank you, Todd, at least eight times a day to me. Uh, when, I, when I ramble on or I say something that's obvious or all the things I do here on the show. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you can get the flu shot and the COVID shot at the same time and nothing bad will happen to you. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Uh, this day in sports history, we'll have that for you coming uh, up. Shane in Ohio, <laughs> I'm just you got like no. A I'm telling you to get ready. I thought you're calling. I want you pen. to get up and get loose there. Get loose there, uh, Shane in Ohio. Hi, Shane. <laughs> hey, Dan. How are you guys today? Appreciate the call. Six one one eighty, recovering from surgery. Of course, <laughs> you guys have had a great show today. I I had a question for you. What's a bad day look like for Dan and the Danettes? Because I've got peas in the nether region where no guy wants to have surgery. What's a bad day for you guys at the office? Okay. What would be a bad day at work, Todd? I don't think there really is a bad day, in all honesty. You've been uh, extra generous lately, bringing in uh, 
breakfast sandwiches. So maybe on those off days when we can't look forward to a nice breakfast burrito or something like that. That's, uh, that's that, a bad day? Yeah, because we've gotten a little spoiled. We, we know we're getting used to kind of having the, the nice breakfast. I don't think there's anything a bad little, about our day. I think you A little spoiled. Uh, yes, Pauline. I have one. It's small, but you'll agree with me. If we have a big or newsy guest on the show and we forget to ask them a question. I know. Mm. I know it bothers you. It'll bother me oh, the rest yeah. of the day. Oh, yeah. Because like, we had the guy yeah. on or the person on the air. Yeah. And yeah. you may not get him again. Yeah. That, that will haunt you yes. a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Marv, uh, you got a definition of a bad day. Yeah. If I mess up on the board or anything like that, it'll, you know, it'll ruin my day. So today? A lot of those days. <laughs> Most days. <laughs> Welcome to the team. Have you had a good day? Yeah. Look at Eclipse. Oh, if I wasn't cheating on those trivia questions before, I'm about to really start now. Uh, Seton, you got a bad day? <laughs> Not today. Um, Man, let's see. Do I go for the joke or do I be serious here? Um, do both. I already threw shots at... At Marvin and Todd gets enough shots. Well, there's um, got to be something about like when the audio or there's a Zoom problem or something doesn't sound good on the phone. Uh, I was going to go number of guests, um, but I won't do that. That um, happens sometimes. You could have a three, four guest day. You could have a no or one guest day. It's very yeah, but random. we're you know what we move past that because I do think we generate content here, and that if we have somebody on great, and if we don't, it's it's not a big deal to me. It's not. There's, there's it's only still of, a big deal to me. <laughs> Do you ever? I haven't moved on from, I don't know. Kind of. We need to. We need to move on from that. You know what? I think that there used to be bad days. I don't think there is bad days anymore because we've been together for so long doing this yeah. that it's like you just kind of know how to manage each other, you know? So I, I don't know that there's, I don't know that you can have a bad day anymore. We shouldn't have a bad day. No, no. I think, I don't think we have bad days. I think we just have better days. They're ones that are yeah, just yeah. better. Yeah. Um, and you're right. I think we fell into a comfort zone. And it's probably, you know, back when uh, COVID hit. And, and I, we were forced to just, you know, be creative and talk and make sure that we don't take it for granted. And if you get a guest, you know, those kind of things. Also, because of COVID, everybody started Zooming. So now, you know, we were able to add that element to the show where you were getting people you could see on camera if you're watching on Peacock. Yes, Marv. You know what? Beforehand, when I first started out here with you guys, and I would definitely be hard on myself, Paulie was a big, big help. He would be like, hey, let's have fun. Let's rally. Mm. Like you would say oh, yeah. to Fritzy in Ireland, but he would say it like legit, like, hey, come on, just shake it off. It would be like hour one. Yeah. Like, we don't need all that. Well, that's if you start out and you make a mistake or you say something wrong, you got to try to you know put that behind you and that's really really tough you don't want to compound it by going god i'm still caught up in this when i got to be moving on uh let me get a couple of phone calls in here uh but thank you shane Donka shane uh bryant in virginia hi brian hello dan danette featuring fritzy let's go with that okay um <laughs> just a quick question um i'm celebrating our 10th year anniversary with my wife She's unfortunately a Chiefs fan. I'm a Broncos fan, but we've made it out 10 years. Uh, we're going to Dublin next week. Uh, any suggestions around the room, good pubs you went to, or ones that we have to go to? Thank you for taking the call. All right. Go to the Palace Bar. Go to the Palace Bar and ask for the bartender who is the Lionel Messi of bartenders <laughs> in Dublin. 
he he refers to himself as the Lionel Messi of bartenders. And uh, ask him if you can have a uh, a sip of the Red Breast whiskey there that he has special. So that that you know go into um, the snug. As soon as you walk in, there's a <laughs> it looks like it's a phone booth there. But you and white your wife go in there, go into the snug, and uh, it's great. It, it I, we had a wonderful time there. You can't go wrong with the people there. Yes, Todd. Which was the place that had those fancy cabinets, like those black cherry cabinets? It was all well lit. There was a piano in there and everything. Oh, that was the whiskey place. Yeah. That was that was a gorgeous place. I, I mean, if you're a whiskey fan, that it's uh, a relatively new place. I don't know the name of that, but man, was that gorgeous inside. Beautiful, and they had some expensive whiskey. Yes, Pauline. I think it's Temple Bar Whiskey and Tobacco, if I remember okay. right. Okay. I did get or, a cigar there. Yeah. Or Whiskey Reserve. There's two places that are both like whiskey-focused bars. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Just a couple. The U.S. Open Golf Tournament took place for the first time in 1895 in Newport, Rhode Island. Horace Rollins, age 19, won the whole thing. Uh, 1959, the first World Series to play, he played west of St. Louis, was played in L.A. Mm-hmm. This was a good movie, good TV movie. Bruce Jenner and Harry Belafonte made their acting debuts in a sports movie, NBC's Grambling's White Tiger, mm. where a white guy plays quarterback for Grambling. Mm. No sequel. 1987, <laughs> NFL owners used replacement personnel to play games despite the players. How about this? First player in college football history to throw for at least 300 yards and rush for over 100 yards in the same game. Happened on this date. Robert Griffith Jr. No, not Robert Griffith Jr. It was 1969, threw for 300, rushed for over 100, lost the game by one to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mark? Kenny Stabler? No. He played for Alabama. Is he famous? Yes. Archie Manning? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what'd you learn today, Todd? Robert Griffin III says Michael Penix Jr. has big Penix energy. How about that? <laughs> Let's go. NIL deal. Seton uh, O'Connor. We should have RG3 on more often. Yeah, he was good. He was great. Yeah. Marv? Kenny Stabler played for Alabama. Yes, he did. Uh, Paul? Robert Griffith Jr. the third. Never forget. What we learned. PXG. Fittings. Only 25 bucks. Take advantage of this. When you buy your clubs, $25 fitting fee is applied to your purchase. And then free 30-day follow-up to ensure that that fit is correct. Visit pxg.com to learn more. PXG. Nobody makes golf clubs or fits golf clubs the way they do. The way they do, period. pxg.com. Talk to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB.